What is up, mi gente? This is Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito. And in this episode that you're about to listen to, Sophia and I break down and mostly focus on the rise of Dark Brandon. As Uncle Joe cancels some student debt, um, and we kind of react to the reactions and take a look at where people are freaking out, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, we also touch a little bit on the Andrew Tate situation as he's also been canceled, taken off of Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, probably Twitch by the time you hear this. Uh, we also catch up on the rest of the news of the week and do some nonames at the end as always. Thank you very much for all the people that have listened to this new pod uh, thank you for listening. If you get a chance, give us a rating, share it with some friends, and find Mi Gente Show on Instagram at Mi Gente Show on Facebook.com slash Mi Gente Show um, so we can keep growing our audience. Um, and thank you. Here is the show. Hola, mi gente, live and direct from the Chula Vista Burrito Lounge slash mi gente studios for all over Southern San Diego, Southern California, live with my co-host, Miss Sofia Carrillo. How are you doing today, Sofia? Hola, mi gente. I'm doing good. How are you, Lou? Good, good. I mean, good. we both know that's yeah. not true for either one of us, but the, it, we're the, sh our the show... Let's Must go on. go on. Yes. Acting. We are acting. Acting as, is a thing. Um, live. Um, big week. Big week, as always. Uh, any major personal news? Mm -hmm. No? Mm, uh, ooh. Okay. So I haven't met my baby niece yet because they've, okay. been, they've been quarantined, right? She's about to be. She's already a month old. So I'm itching to meet her, and um, I got COVID tested on Tuesday, which means that I will get to meet her on Friday. So that's pretty exciting. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh my gosh! Is that standard for like newborns these days, <laughs> where they have to um, they do a certain amount of quarantine? Or I 
I think it, no, no, there's nothing standard. I think it, it, it's just, you know, based on the parents' preferences. And so that was their preference to uh, quarantine and be very careful for the first few months or so. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Weird times we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want to go meet a newborn with like a flu or something, right? It's not like, that's not cool. Exactly. Yeah, what but pre pre COVID, I feel like this was definitely not a thing. So society. No, you, had, you had the Shame. whole family in there passing her around mm-hmm. like a blunt. Just hey, yeah. yeah. Isn't that wild? Just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, how do we um. Uh, news? personal news. No, no. Gave a gave a bunch of haircuts this week. Uh, besides that, um, <laughs> I heard I the dogs are okay. Um, we did a. A guest spot on the homie uh, Polly, the Latino Slant Show on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, we were talking about uh, This Fool on Hulu, which is a really good show. Um, very, very funny. I recommend that to everybody. Um, I think it's a little bit different from One Day at a Time or Gordita Chronicles or Avida because it's really more of, um, of a mainstream modern comedy, like a straight up comedy rather than a touching drama about a Latino family, you know what I mean? So it's it's mm-hmm. just it's more it's a little bit more hardcore than your mm-hmm. typical fair these days. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and I really uh, got to be on a panel with uh, Rosa and Ken Castillo and Polly, and then we had um, one of the writers, and she was an actress from Selena. She was a Latin Heat magazine. I forget her name, but a uh, really cool lady, um, an actress. I'm going to remember her name here in a moment, but, um, so yeah, so that was cool. So, um, trying to do more guest spots and, and mm-hmm. panels and stuff like that, where I can pontificate. Uh, it was weird being a guest on StreamYard when I'm used to always running everything and stuff like that. I could see mm-hmm. him like working the buttons. I was like, Oh, I remember doing that. Um, <laughs> but no, but this is, but this is good. So the main story, um, for this week was going to be that we did it. I was going to make a, I was going to make a, a thumbnail, uh, like with the George Bush, uh, Iraq banner, like the, we did it banner uh-huh. and us, us on the thing, because the, the day after we talk about red pill and, and Andrew Tate, he got, he got canceled. He got taken yeah. off of Instagram. He got taken off of Instagram, Facebook, and then TikTok afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was going to be the whole thing. And then, so that was going to be the main topic. And then, uh, Dark Brandon struck. Yes. And, and he canceled um, 10K of student debt, 20K uh, if he had a Pell Grant. And, mm-hmm. uh, and also uh, under the radar there um, that if you were making your minimum payment um, moving forward, they the, the, the government was going to cover all the interest. Mm-hmm. So, so 10K for anybody that was making up to 125 or 250 mm-hmm. if they were married, 20K if you had gotten Pell Grants, and uh, and zero interest moving forward on existing loans. Mm-hmm. So it affected it affected literally millions of people. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so pretty easy. Everybody's it's something that everybody can get behind, right? I mean, yeah. why would why would anybody? anybody be against uh giving people a little relief how how no, do I, you know no one would i'm sure no one is opposed nobody in the right nobody. mind would oppose something that's so positive and 
it's gonna get it's gonna pay for itself because you know what if you get an extra 10 grand uh you know poor people don't put that shit in the bank or take it to the caymans they spend that shit mm -hmm. they're gonna go out to eat tonight they're gonna go out you know they're gonna buy themselves a little something on amazon tomorrow they're gonna they're gonna come through and they're gonna throw some of that cash back into the economy mm -hmm. so it's really good for everybody it's gonna pay for itself um and it was a loan that you entered in when you were 18 it's a predatory loan um so yeah so obviously um nothing more to talk about here uh yeah. because no absolutely no obviously obviously yeah. people freak the fuck out <laughs> uh people freak the fuck out um mostly um the right uh because um because they're 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 the devil they so did. uh you know so dark brandon actually got one right he actually mm -hmm. did a, a good thing the only bad thing you can say about this is is a, is a clear one which is he didn't go far enough you right. know so you could yeah or you know they means tested it so that you know really if you're for even if you you know they could have said if you make up to half a million dollars a year you know and i would have been okay with it because i think that people Anybody in that range, uh, it's going to help them out. 10 grand, 20K mm -hmm. is going to help them out. And um, the majority of Pell Grant recipients are minorities, black, brown, uh, minority students. So it also uh, affects our community and helps our community a great deal. Some people I saw post, they had 20,800. Now they owe like 800 bucks. Yeah. And their shit's almost all paid off. Um, so that's awesome. That's, 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 that's awesome because you start off with two points against you when you start off with crippling debt and, and, and you enter a hard marketplace, um, does it, did it affect you? Did it affect people that, you know, recent? Uh, yeah. Grad? Well, a lot of people that I know, and then me personally, I, I actually just graduated recently and I had to start repaying in September. Um, now this is all very new, so I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but I do. And, and it is a, uh, program that you have to sign up for. So I'm still looking for that. Um, but it should, I mean, I make under that amount of money. And so it, sh it should affect me in a positive, very positive manner. Um, especially if I can get the 20 instead of the 10, that would be great. Nearly go. zero debt. That'll be amazing. Yeah. So, man, I'm excited. I'm just, you, I'm still, he did something you can, good. Yeah, and you can you can get us some of those fancy sure mics uh for the for the podcast, you know, reinvest oh, yeah. in the reinvest in the economy. There, in you, the go. Economy. there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there you go. It is yeah, all yeah. gonna go back into the economy. See, this <laughs> is what a, happens when you help the working class. You, you gotta work the, you gotta help the working class. Uh Pell Grant crew, Karina, did you also get uh did, did you also get yeah. shave a little bit of that? Yeah, good. Uh, Congrats I hope for something. So. Oh, yeah, so so yeah, so 10 grand, 20K if you had Pell Grants. And then, uh, and I think there was even more if it was like for a teaching degree, there was another another aspect there to it. Um, predictably, everybody freaked out. Uh, some of the better ones were, you know, even the, like I said, the only freakouts on the left were basically, this didn't go far enough, but predictably right. on the right, it was uh, free money, communism, socialism, um, I paid off my debt. Why don't you pay off your own debt? Um, mm -hmm. Predictable, predictable though, right? I mean, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's break them down. So the, the, the one that is sitting not well with me because it's not only liberal, it's not only uh, right-wing people, but it's also liberals that are kind of getting up in arms about it is the, the whole, well, I paid it off. So why can't you guys just pay it off? 
or like it's not fair for the people that did pay in full and now you're forgiving others and stuff like that and so that i have to say like that okay that stagnates all progress you can't say like when we ended slavery would it be unfair to the people that um that lived and died as a slave would it be unfair to them to you know undo slavery for the future generations because it would just be unfair to them would it be unfair for the people that died from covid for people to then be you know to not have vaccinations or stuff like that because we shouldn't progress because it would be unfair to the dead would it be unfair you could do that with anything honestly i mean yeah right, the right one. to vote if we stop blowing up planets now, this is from Death Star PR. Uh, if we uh -huh. stop blowing up planets now, that would be extremely unfair to the planets we've already blown up. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. From Beautiful. the Death Star Death Star PR career yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, this is another one. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is the old. Would you stop the trolley? Uh, mm -hmm. Would it be fair to the people the trolley has already killed to divert it now? Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't go backwards, man. There's no such thing as yeah. uh, it doesn't work. That's not how any of this works. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, what what you eat don't make me shit. What I eat don't make you shit. So um, you getting 10 grand, 20 grand uh, back. I mean, it is what it is, man. Sometimes you sometimes you eat the bear. Sometimes the bear eats you. I, I think it, it's a it's a it's a wrong way to look at it. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones they were coming out is like, why should. Um, bricklayers in Ohio be paying for lazy Harvard graduates who had a, uh, you know, who had a, a history degree. They, they immediately try to turn it into uh, lazy liberals that have degrees that aren't worth shit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, why are we paying for them and bricklayers? Number one, you're not giving them, you're not, you, Joe Blow, Joe, Joe Sixpack uh, are not, going to take an extra dollar you're not going to have to write a check for 10 grand mm -hmm. so that if so that somebody else may you know can, can get their back no you're going to pay one one millionth of a penny uh the same way i get i don't get mad when my tax dollars pay for like 40 40 million dollars in in bombs mm -hmm. you know drones uh shit that i don't believe in uh police or other you know like we pay for a lot of stuff with our taxes. We pay for foreign aid. We pay for, um, you know, just because you ride on a, uh, in Missouri on a road, on a federal highway that goes through Missouri, that shit don't have nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. But so, so for me to say, I don't want my $5 in taxes to go to some pro, you know, that's just, it's stupid talk. It's crazy talk. It's crazy talk. Yeah, it, we're not bitching about the the aid that we give to Saudi Arabia, the $500 million that we give them every year. So, or like the stuff that we give to other countries or to the military industrial complex, which is like trillions of dollars. Um, I love how like, because we don't see that money, it kind of just goes poof. And then mm -hmm. we don't report on it. It doesn't matter. But for some reason, people are so hung up on this because what, it, it goes directly to the people. I feel like we should, I don't know. It's just, it's just, we should be happy than anything and it's not yeah. and, I, and i'm on the boat of like it's not enough i feel like college should be free as a whole but yeah it's it's absolutely not enough um it's absolutely not enough um but it's not nothing mm -hmm. it's not nothing. yeah like this is, this was a campaign promise and you know like i'm gonna we're gonna give shit to to dark brandon when he fucks up mm -hmm. but when he does good, you got to give it to him. You can't even, even, even Trump was right a couple of times.
Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, he did. A, he he did some stuff for Inner City. He did some stuff for like uh, um, just business zones and a couple of other things. And, and you know, some of those um, some of those shits are a little. Uh, uh, some of those some deregulation is not a bad thing. You know, exactly. so yeah. but so so you got to be able to give it up. And the economy was was doing all right pre-COVID. Trump economy mm-hmm. pre-COVID was when you could you could argue that if if COVID doesn't hit, Trump doesn't uh, has a much better chance w- with a good economy to to still be in office. So, oh, yeah, uh, you got to let you got to let dark Brandon enjoy the, uh, the movie. Uh, nearly half of um, this is a good one. Nearly half. Nearly half of Latino student debt is expected to be forgiven under President Biden's plan. Wow, is that real? That's uh, this insane. is a, yeah. This is Olivia Juliana. Um, she's uh she's the, the the girl that was harassed that that raised like a For she raised abortion? like a yeah a million dollars uh, mm-hmm. because Matt Gates was calling their uh, names. Uh, nearly that. half, nearly half of Latino student debt is expected to to be forgiven. That's that's that's, beautiful. that's not that's not nothing. Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. Oh man. Uh, all right. So uh, predictably, uh, Republican and and look, and we know that, uh, and we know that that both Republicans and Democrats are both uh, hypocrites. Terrible. So they'll switch yeah. they'll switch sides on any issue, no problem. Um, but it was it was just predictable that the Republicans and the right wingers that were going to come off were. Not mad when we, like you said, five hundred million dollars to whoever, a billion dollars here, a billion dollars there. Um, Sophia, I'm going to ask you: yeah. Did you click on the comments tab? It's not we there. Had... Yeah, it's not okay. there. All right, just making yeah. sure because last time we had this issue. I swear, I promise you. <laughs> so predi- predictably, predictably, um, they came out against it for various reasons. Okay, so um, never getting enough of this app. I just don't know how these people making 100k a year look to people in the face who change seniors' bedpans for a living, or drive a truck, or work the railroad, or shock uh, stock grocery sales, or deliver their Amazon packages and say, "Yes, you, you give me 10k." I just yeah. don't get it. And then, of course, the receipts came out this year, uh, and of course, she had 659 thousands of PPP loan forgiven. Um, more. Uh, this is another person that did this uh, twenty thousand dollar loan forgiven. Uh, Chuck Grassley, uh, people, and, mm-hmm. and, and it was the friggin' White House. The White House was, was, was dropping, was dropping receipts. Okay. Uh, Ooh. this is what Ca- Congressman Mary, uh, whatever. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. The right. devil. Just to say, you know, okay, well, your debt is completely forgiven. Obviously, they have an agenda for that. They need votes in November. So the timing is a pure coincidence there as well. But it's completely unfair. And taxpayers all over the country, taxpayers that never took out a student loan, taxpayers that pay their bills and, 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 and you know, and you maybe, maybe never, never went, went to college or just hardworking people, people. They, they shouldn't, shouldn't have to pay off, off the great, great student, student loan debt, debt for, for, for some, some college student, student that, that piled up massive so this was this was the official United States White House account retweeted a clip of her on um, on Newsmax, I believe mm-hmm. Congress. And the, with the quote tweet, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had 
$183,000 in PPP loans oh. forgiven. The White House. I'm okay. following the White House now. I'm going. That is Republican beautiful. Republican Mike Kelly. Asking plumbers and carpenters to pay off loans of Wall Street advisors and lawyers isn't just unfair. It's also bad policy. Congressman Mike Kelly had $987,000 in PPP oh, loans forgiven. I love Mac this. Matt Gates. Everyone knows that a, in a $60 billion European line war, it's always the last $3 billion that kicks in the door. Congressman Matt Gates had $482,000, $321 in PPP loans forgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, so the White House bringing the receipts. I love that. The hypocrisy, <laughs> too. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That that's so the actual White House account. Like it's verified. Yeah, that's the verified White House account. And um, and again, this is this was being spilled from uh uh Mark Mark Wayne Mullen. There's no such thing as a free lunch. This year, there was a bunch of this you seven hundred and six thousand uh this you now on the flip side of this, um, for example, uh I think Pelosi mm-hmm. also had a forgive forgive a loan a bunch of democrats also had companies because basically the ppp loans are if you had a certain amount of employees blah 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 you could get loans that were to incentivize you to keep your company running through covid mm-hmm. and if you met certain requirements they were basically saying these loans are going to get forgiven so yes both sides took advantage of this program the only difference is Democrats aren't sitting here complaining about it because they realize that they also benefit from it. So the mm-hmm. ones that are killing, getting called out, um, uh, you know, they are the ones that, you know, uh, they're the ones that are, are are saying like it's not fair. But they also big bro this you, uh, Stephen Crowder, <laughs> student loan forgiveness sounds really uh-huh. nice to Ill- student loan forgiveness sounds really nice to illegal governments, people with no life experience, people who don't have families yet, and people who use preferred pronouns. Big bro, this you louder with Crowder had a seventy-one thousand dollar loan forgiven. And Um, I want to, on that note, I want to say he is a fucking streamer, podcaster, person. Those are the people that the least need a PPP loan because it was during COVID. The whole the whole point of the PPP loan was for small businesses that were closing due to COVID. So the fact that him and Ben Shapiro and anyone else that's in news got any money from PPP. Fuck you guys. Like, literally, fuck you guys. Yeah, I think uh, McElhaney or whatever her face was, they were supposed to be for companies that are under 10,000 employees or 10 mm-hmm. employees and, and companies with, like, hundreds of employees took them out. Look, there was a bunch of people in the hood and other places that 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 gamed the system and, and got some of that free money. The government, you know, so you basically, if you had some sort of business front, you could try to game the system. A lot of these people are getting put in jail now. Um, uh, so... So yeah, that that was that was an interesting one. I'm trying to find um, what the what the, what my favorite reactions were, but yeah. you know, Dark Brandon strikes again, strikes into I the fear. Know. So, so are you ready to are you ready to call Joe Biden your president, Sophia? Are you ready to say? Uh, <laughs> are you ready? To, are you ready to ditch uh, Uncle Bernie, Comrade Bernie? Um, never ditch Bernie. No, but am I pretty happy with Daddy Biden? Is he providing a little some something? You know what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, listen, all politicians are terrible. I hate everything and I hate the United States government and everything, whatever, right? Everyone sucks. But this was a nice little, this was a nice little something. Algo es algo. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take anybody. You got to take anybody's money if they're going to give it away. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, so that's the main thing. So let let us know what you think, everybody. Uh, hey, Polly, Polly, coming through. Thanks for stopping by, man. I know politics isn't your thing, but thank you for thank you for for, for lurking. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank just, you, Polly. Um, yeah. So all those things happening. Um, I want to see if anybody in the chat can can tell me like what their favorite if they found what their favorite reaction was or how they feel about this. You know um this this is another funny one here uh where is this one um absolutely furious that people are currently able to buy fate of the furious for 5.99 when i myself paid 24.99 several years ago a real slap in the face to those of us who worked hard and paid full price <laughs> i love that one yes i'm telling you there's so many of these analogies we got all of them yeah so you yourself are not going to be the one that gives the people 10 thousand dollars man it's that it's just it's just it's all it's just part of it it's just part no, of the thing and that's another thing from like the the tweets that you showed from the from senators um and people at the white house uh i i i hate the fact that they're p clearly pitting us against each other they try to say hey uh joe blow working class who didn't go to college your uh your tax paying dollars are going directly into this asshole who did go to college we're all working class listen and so any type of relief that we can get we should be happy for each other as opposed to like just fucking going at each other's throats and that's what they want they want us to not think about the fact that we bailed out wall street they want us to think about the fact that you know there isn't nepotism within the hirings of government or the fact that you know all we care about is corporate wealth and not the wealth of the middle class so let's not fight people you know yeah, absolutely. Some more numbers. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, 183,000. Uh, Lauren Boebert for her shitty ass restaurant, 233,000. Oh Catholic Church, three point. I don't know, but the Catholic Church, 3.5 billion. Um, the church were churches getting loans. Um, Joel Osteen, 4.4 million. Tom Brady, 960,000. Um, GOP should slink away in shame for attacking Biden for forgiving 10k of student debt, but they won't because they have no shame. And it scraps like, oh my gosh. Joel Osteen. Oh my God, that man is disgusting. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so again, but does that make Democrats sort of also hypocrites because they are, they would have been upset if it was the other? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Who cares? Yeah. That's one of those things of like, I don't know if it's like, oh, if it benefits anybody to focus on. Cause like, did they do it just to get the vote? Probably. Did Trump do the um, COVID, the COVID relief just to get the vote? Probably. But that's because they get, that's when they get pressure from the public to do shit. Cause they don't do shit year round. They get like three yeah. month vacations and yes. So we'll take it. All right. Here's, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but something to look into. Um, uh, Adam Kelsey, uh, you, you can refund any federal student loan payments you've made since the March, 2020 pause. So if for some reason you were making payments beginning in March, 2020, uh, you can, uh, basically ask for that payment to be refunded. Your level, your, your bill will go back up and then you can apply for the forgiveness. Huh? So if you kept, if even, even if you kept making payments, mm -hmm. as soon as it, it got paused, cause you're like, fuck it. I know they're going to take this money from me somehow. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I have the money. I'm going to keep paying for it. Um, even if you did that, uh, you can, you can still, um, That's very cool. you, you, you can cool. So, I mean, 
Hey man, you gotta give it up to Uncle Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta say, "Let's go, Brandon!" Right? Let's I mean, that's go. The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we yeah. hold all politicians accountable. We talk shit when they deserve it, and we praise when they deserve it. So, praise to him. Ah, I'll praise be to thing? I'll praise be to our dark overlord, Dark Brandon. Yes. Oh, oh join the dark side, everyone. <laughs> All right, love me some dark Brandon. All right, so um, so yeah, that was the major story that we wanted to talk about today. Um, it looks like 10k in per, uh, loans, 20k if you got Pell grants. It looks like half, half. This is a big thing, mi gente. Yeah. Half of all Latino student debt gets erased this way. Mm, we love to mm. see it. Yes, you, you, you love to see it, right? That's a good. Love one. To see it. So man, you know what? Like like I said, it, if there's a time to do it, it's uh it's two months from the election. That's the right time to do something mm-hmm. like this. I mean, he teased us. He 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 tickled our asshole with a feather for a while there, Uncle Brandon. <laughs> right? He was he was oh, like, yeah. I might I might. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You like that? You like that? You like thinking about that? <laughs> um, and they did it. So will this be an so follow up question? Will this be enough? to uh to bring to bring out the um because another thing i want to talk to you about is 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 the insanity uh of right-wing tiktok right now which is insane um uh so do you think this is do you think this helps uh democrats in 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 november um i think it does just because they're going to have a a platform uh that to to run on uh because other than that they hadn't really done anything to benefit the the major public um so i think it's definitely going to be beneficial and they're also targeting younger people this is you know this helps this helps them gen zers hey millennials we're friends um i personally think that universal health care would have Not if you part your hair down the middle. What is it that you're not supposed to do? Oh, uh, right, right. No, yeah. So I'm old. I'm a millennial. So I have it parted, you know, on the side. Nice. But Gen Z will make fun of us because they parted down the middle, like the 90s. They dress like it's the 90s. Okay, got it. Butterfly clips came back. It's a whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> we'll do a TikTok segment with you <laughs> with Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, uh, but yeah, no, I feel like universal healthcare would have been probably the most popular. Uh, but... I know that they're targeting younger people. I think it's going to help overall. However, like you said about uh, right-wing TikTok, I don't know what percentage of the country is radicalizing right. So we shall see. This is a social experiment, the United States. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a social experiment. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, um, I think that the there's a fringe on the right that's going all in on let's just make this like totalitarian let's let's like we want they they they're going like full on let's split this country in half and I'm okay with that uh, even though they've been about freedom and and don't tread on me hey shut up dog sorry sorry, <laughs> sorry. um <laughs> Even though they've been like all about freedoms and don't tread on me and all the stuff and fuck the government, there's a big, big segment that's that's okay with like a they, they're okay with a dictator as long as it's their guy, right? Mm-hmm. They, their entire messaging right now is basically, um, it's our guy and we know better, and you're seeing it um, play out continuously. Um, very few Republicans are conceding. If they lose an election, they immediately go to this was rigged. This was da 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 da. 
Um, you see them blatantly flaunting uh, church versus state. And they're basically saying that 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 church versus state is is not what the founding fathers uh, wanted. Um, they they're very openly against, um, you know, they're they're back to blue. Um, but now they're openly threatening uh, the military. Right. Um, so mm. so I think it's just like it's just breaking down. It, it keeps fracturing, fracturing, fracturing what it means to be a country. And and, and you're talking about, uh, you know, two very fractured side. Uh, mm. As an example of this, um, here's something that came out this week as well. They want to say it so badly. Um, if you told the founding fathers that everyone who lives to the age of 18 would be allowed to vote, they would have surrendered to the British on the spot. It's insane to allow everyone to decide who governs the nation. Impossible to keep a free society that way. Uh, Matt Walsh, I say again that too, way too many people are allowed to vote. Uh, the hard R is incoming any day now. This is what they basically are posting. Uh, what do you think? People of color vote mostly blue. Mm -hmm. Women split, but also blue. Men, mostly blue, except on in the big cities. White women, mostly red. Uh, white people, uh, you know. So this is how the electoral map would look if only X, Y, and C voted, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, College-educated whites, uh, you know, except for the major cities. Non-college-educated whites, white men. So they're basically really, really trying hard. They're like, the hard R is coming any day now. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're basically saying, so look, they're they want to go backwards. They, they want to make yeah. America great again. Men between the age of 35 and 65 who own property. Uh, complain all you want, but your country would be blood red if that's who voted and your government would be tiny. So basically what they're saying uh, is that they know better. And that mm -hmm. they're okay with 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 destroying elections and just going straight authoritarian dictator fucking mm -hmm. monarchy if it yeah. gets what they want today. Um, it's scary. Yeah, it's scary. It's it's also so interesting to see that those are the same people that are yelling freedom and that are yelling freedom of speech and the United States and all of that. When like this country stands on democracy, so for you to be such a blatant authoritarian um it, it's scary it's scary fucking times look we get the we get the government we deserve and not enough people vote not enough people yeah. vote. i think i think you should be able to verify your identity with a fucking app and you should be able to vote on your phone yep. if it's good enough if it's good enough for american idol it should be good enough <laughs> for us yeah. what every everybody should vote everybody mm -hmm. should vote like just pick one even if a percentage of people are just blindly picking, I would submit to those results. And also we have this fucking convoluted electoral college. Look like that's just, it's outdated. It's outdated. Yeah. We just need one mass vote. Fucking, Hey, cast your vote today. 10 o'clock fucking tabulation is complete. Yeah. Boom. Dark Brandon's your body. And it's so interesting how like the rhetoric of like, Oh, 18 year olds shouldn't vote. Um, because A, B, and C, however, you're okay with them going to the military at 18 and doing other things at 18. Um, and you think, you know, honestly, most right-wing people do think that, like, women should have babies okay. at whatever age. And so 18, I'm assuming, is partially that. And I I just don't get the hypocrisy behind it of 
I think it's, I, and, and my mindset is it's probably due to the fact that the younger generation are more and more blue and less and less religious. And so they feel like they're losing ground. And so now they're probably like, well, we should probably start, start spitting out the rhetoric of, oh, 18 year olds should not be allowed to vote, or we should only have certain people vote like white men. What? Yeah. 35 to 65 year old white men that own mm -hmm. property. Cause that's representative of the population. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hate it here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I lost the train of thought here for a second, but <laughs> you, um, yeah, I think that what's, um, what's troubling the most to me is, is, is that they're so okay with, with just completely flipping on their own values. Mm -hmm. If it gets them what, if it gets them the immediate gratification and they're all very angry at, how the company, how the country went down the drain and, and how in four years we were able to restore our, our standing in the world when the rest of us are like, no, everybody was laughing at us for four years when we, yeah, everybody was making fun of us. We were laughing stock. We were, we were ostracized. We were just, we were a joke. And, um, mm -hmm. and it just, it just feels so weird that, um, that this is happening. Right. I think um, I had a point to make there, but I completely forgot it. Um, so I'll just move right along. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you go back to it, just spit it out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so the other interesting part about this, and there's a there's a long-ass thread. I'll, we'll, we'll play a couple of the videos from it uh, here. Um, but basically, um, I was about to start TikToking. Like, uh, like everybody's like, you have to start, you have to do clips, or you Ooh. have to do stuff on TikTok, you have to do this, you put your dogs on it. You got to do a bunch of shit. You got to TikTok. And I was like, I've been so apprehensive mm -hmm. um, because I mean, it's not different than anything else, but it's just like just one more thing that you have to update and shit. Yeah. But I didn't know that uh, how great I thought, but I thought it was all fabulous gays and little kids going like this. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and chicks showing, sh showing the tits and people with dogs and stuff like that. I didn't realize that that the whites had gone crazy on there. Mm -hmm. There is, there's so many psychos on right wing TikTok. It's incredible. Uh, this is a thread by Michelle Living Blue Texas, and she uh, has just. Um, I'm just gonna play a couple. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Today, then weaponizing the IRS. Going, going after, after a 2A, the FBI, FBI actually targeting former president. president. Who's, Who's ready, ready to civil war with me? Who's ready? Who's coming? Who's coming with me? Let's go. I'm putting in a formal request here to our U.S. military. You, you are our citizens. citizens. You, you are, are supposed to be, to be our protectors. protectors. You, are you are not, not supposed to be our violators. violators. Everything, Everything in the world is going on right now, now. Especially, especially in America, in America is wrong. Okay. You know <laughs> it. Your commanding <laughs> officers know it. Yep. Your representatives, representatives that go to the government. Ronnie is putting in a formal request via TikTok. I like it. This is very formal. I love it. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, Bless you. Got my boy, boy Doug here, here man. man. He's about, about to try to, try to watch, watch his, his channel. We about, about to see, see what, what he got. got. 
I don't know what this is. What is that? See, Doug is a soldier, though. You got to eat it, right? All together. Go ahead. What is that? Let me know where it's going. Oh, is that the hot hot chip? Oh, no. Poor Dougie. Yeah, it's one of those hot chips. He's, he's <laughs> oh no, Dougie! Dougie! <laughs> Dougie's trying to be tough. <laughs> hey man, Dougie's holding it in. Oh my god. Yes, you got it, Dougie. That's my president, Dougie 2024. When are we? Feel more strongly about than the right to bear arms. I'm a firm believer that if you don't know your history, you won't have a future. Okay, if it wasn't for the Second Amendment in this country, we as a whole would not exist. There are people out there, I'm not going to mention any names, but I'm just saying they are trying to take our rights away from us, mainly toward the AR platform weapons. With, With that, that being said, where is he? Uh, fast following. I decided to send a little message to Biden. And I decided to send a little message to Biden. I made an old man on the shirt. Yeah, I did. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's basically a big uh, fuck you straight from me. So, would y'all check this out? That's one side of it. I'm going to put this hoe around. Well, bam. Now, if y'all can, can see this, this it's the evolution of the Second Amendment. Amendment. It, has it has every right, right that we've ever used, used to them defend this country. This country. The American Revolution, the Civil War, World War I, World War II, World War II the damn Vietnam War, and our modern-day tactical AR. AR. But, but I, put I put a little, little tidbit in it. in it. I put a little extra little razzle-dazzle on you know, little razzle-dazzle. razzle-dazzle. Anyway, right there. I don't, I don't know, know if you can see, but there's a little message right there. It says SJB right on the magnet. Aww. Aww. I hope he gets the message. He's so Y'all want one of these shirts? Yeah. Triple B out. Yeah, shut up. You stupid fucker. Let's talk about fair. Is it fair that a baby gets killed while another baby succeeds? Is it fair that a guy gets mugged and the robber gets away? Is it fair that that guy's rich because he worked hard and that guy's a bum because he didn't? Is it fair? Life ain't fair. So you teach people that life ain't fair and tell kids that life ain't fair. Life is how you work. Shut up. So, I mean, that was a great message pro the relief, the debt relief, you know? Man, they're out there, though. The simple factor is, politicians are not a problem. You still got probably at least 30 or 50% of the country that probably still stand behind these dumbass motherfuckers. And that's the part you don't grasp the concept, though. Everybody, Everybody says, says it's, it's going to be a revolutionary. revolutionary. No, no, it's not. It's going to end, end up being a goddamn civil, civil war because too many people still support those pieces of shit in Washington, D.C. And are willing to die for that. Mm, I'm not willing to die for Joe Biden. I'm just, letting, I'm, I'm just letting you know. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. A lot of them aren't wearing shirts. But I want you California motherfuckers to move to Mississippi. Okay. I want you California motherfuckers to move to Mississippi. No. Rent's low for my... How's he, you got fiber internet there? All the drugs and all the goddamn corruption can rob you daily, like it does us, and you'll feel special. Come to Mississippi. Come to Mississippi, Sophia. None of that made sense, but okay. 
don't know. There was a couple up here that I because uh, they they keep adding more and more to them. Uh, is this one? I, I love it. it. They're never wearing a shirt. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, they're, they're going, they're going nuts out there in, uh, in, so there's, that's a thread of like 230 so far videos. Um, and they're all just, they're, they're super mad at the FBI agents and they're telling people to like, uh, plead the fifth if you get, uh, audited and all this stuff. And, and they're all basically saying like, tap in for a civil war. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, Follow and subscribe so that you can know when we're about to go uh, do the thing. We're gonna go do we're gonna do civil war on Thursday. On Thursday, sign, <laughs> sign up for my newsletter for civil war. Like follow, me on tic- <laughs> follow me on TikTok. Oh man, it's so interesting the shit that they fixate on. Like they they just fixate on something, and then all of a sudden the world is ending. And oh my god, they're trying to take our guns away, and they're taking our rights. And now we need to go on a civil war, and the world is ending. The U.S. is like calm, like calm down, settle down, people. Hold on, hold on, second, hold on, hold on a second. There's a okay. Uh, this one I had seen a couple by this guy, and he's like he's like the artistic one. Uh-huh. When enough, when enough is enough. Oh yeah, they're so dramatic. Oh, yeah. When they finally no. opened the cage door. No. <laughs> Red Oh, my God. Bro. And they call like, us snowflakes. What? Like, 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 dude, you literally had a, had a, like, how many, how many edits of that did you do? How many, you know? I know. <laughs> We're fucking, fucking listening. listening. Okay. okay. They're, They're going to redact the affidavit and all that shit. Listen, Listen people. people. I came, I came to the realization, realization that they're, they're trying, trying to fucking do everything they can to piss us off, off to get us to react gotcha. so that so they, they can go, go Marshall, Marshall, fuck you, we're, we're doing, doing it this, this way, way now. now. Yeah, they're, I mean, they so? got, they're, all, they're, they're all obsessed with like martial law and, and um, 87,000 FBI agents, uh, IRS agents that are going to Oh, this one. This one's a good one. Sorry. All right. right. The United States States government wants war with their own people. And so be it. War it is. But I'm I'm telling telling you right right now, both of us are going to be fighting. Dude, you style your hair. You have product. You do. You do. You 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 shop for product. It's beautiful. You you went. Like you had to figure out whether you needed like hard hold gel or whether you were going to do a shea butter and you get that, you get that professionally styled. You get that cut by somebody. You ain't doing this yourself. That's not a COVID cut. He is groomed. My boy is groomed. You're groomed, homie. And you, and you want to go to, and you want civil war? Your freedoms here in this nation are going to be classified as racist, trumpets, and all different kinds of things to prevent these corrupt politicians, both Republican and Democrat, from destroying your lives, your freedom, and this nation even further. You won't war with me. You got a Mandalorian shirt on. What do you. <laughs> Most of us are best. Most of us are three percenters who know our rights and aren't afraid of any tyrannical government. You will war against you. Somebody else will be raising your children. Oh, well, I mean, hey, 
That sounds like free daycare to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a particular group of militia, they're called the three percent. Yeah, I've been, been part of their organization. Yes, they tried, tried to recruit me. me. No, no, I didn't, I didn't join, join because they, they want to sit there and pretend to be law-abiding citizens. Jacob is mad. He's also on TikTok. Oh, there's another one with no shirt. Oh, shirtless. Democrats, Democrats are going, going to likely retain, retain the Senate. Yeah, it looks like uh, we're going to retain the Senate, but lose, lose uh, the this House. This man is the leader of the GOP. Oh, my God. So, so why, why is he saying Can you imagine being even more right-wing than Mitch McConnell? Can you even can you imagine that that there's people that say Mitch fucking Connell is a rhino? Mitch McConnell, who stalled Obama's agenda for eight years, mm-hmm. who said literally, my our, our only goal is to stall the agenda and be a disruptor. Uh that guy, that guy is not Republican enough for him. That guy is not Republican enough for these fucknuts. These things. I'll tell you why. He's saying these things because they're setting the table for you already. They know what they're about to give you. They know know what they're they're about about to do. And believe me, you're you're not not going to have a say. Something Something is going to happen. happen. Something is going to happen where the elections are going to get. You know what's not going to happen? I'm not going to put on a shirt. I know, right? (laughs) None of these Republicans. I'm going to give you a list of things that are going to happen and not going to (laughs) happen. Me putting on a shirt. Going to stop. In a time of war, did you know in a time of war, they can actually (laughs) pause the elections? And okay, yeah, and dramatic pause there. They always do dramatic pauses. Some kind of false flag is going to take place. They say something as if it was so impactful. I promise. They take a dramatic why because, because they're, they're scared. scared, they're scared, and they need to be. But I want you to be prepared for something else. Let's say we do win, let's say we sweep the cars and the Senate. He's got a vapor. What's he got? Antifa. They will unleash Antifa, Antifa again. again. Right, right now, now, they have them corralled. Corral. Why? Why? Because, because Democrats are power. Mitch McConnell needs to go. go. He is a rhino. That guy's he's sh- he's shaking. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's shaking. All right. Well, who gave you the permission for the vape, dude? Oh um, my god. <laughs> no shirt, no vape, no service. Antifa. And a lot of them and can't say Antifa. A lot of them can't say Mar-a-Lago. You should get mad at the guy who sold you that HGH. This because... man should not be wearing a shirt. Did you hear that? Mike, Mike Pence defending uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. They do sound like they've had a couple of whiskeys in them before. All right, this one's like... uh. Uh, bragging about FBI visits. Uh, yeah, they're promoting any, different militias. Actually, made sense to you? Like they just say they just say random sentences like they don't want us to win and shit like that. And then it's like, okay, but like make a point. I don't understand what you're speaking. The thing of. is that they themselves are fractured because the extreme, extreme, extreme. Like, look, they're all right of McConnell, which is scary. But the even the more even more right, right, right ones are like Q. So yeah. they they believe in like lizard people and JFK's alive and all this other yeah. random shit. And then some of them are just like, no, nah, we, we just want to be racist. We just want to we just want to say it out mm-hmm. loud. We just want to go back to women in the kitchen and stuff like that. So they themselves are fractured. So listen, 
I always say the chances of the government turning on you is never zero. And I 100% completely support everybody keeping their guns because you never know when fucking people are, are going to turn insane, right? That's it's happened before, right? That, that so the the part about them being adequately uh, suspectful of the government is 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 in itself not a bad thing, but that they latch on to these that they're that they're not really connected with what's really happening is incredible. That they can't take a look at something. So none of them, none of these Republicans, uh, I mean. And these are two separate issues, obviously. But have somebody that went to that in their family that went to college. There's no young Republicans out there that that had to get a loan that from Mississippi. That you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, this is more them reacting to like the the IRS agents and stuff like that. But it's the same crowd. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I, and I do feel bad. Part 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 of me does feel bad for these people because they are kind of like they are carrying the brunt of the of, of the corruption that this country holds. It's just it's. It's been generations of, of just gargling, gargling all our money up to the 1%. And this is what happens. You get very angry people that don't know what they're angry at. Just because like they don't have benefits, they don't have any, any security financially, we're all kind of fucked. So I'm kind of, I understand the anger. The problem mm. is that it is misled. And they're just looking at this point to follow any blind cult leader that'll that'll feed their anger and it's misled unfortunately so. yeah it's it's weird that his that that the trump space is basically evangelicals who aren't really very evangelical because they overlook his unevangelicalness yeah just because they know they that he will pass their their rules right their laws or their their agenda mm -hmm. and super poor people that believe he's their savior even though he would never like touch their hand ever mm -hmm. you know so uh, Santa apparently got they're in the mix. They're worried about their power. They're worried about the threat of their power. See what so I mean? They they're worried. And put Joe Biden in. And what? now talk about treason. How did America get started? Treason. We got mad at England. We committed treason against the country that we came from. When we went to the Civil War, what was that? That was treason by the South. And yet, and yet they, they don't, don't want the people, people to rise up because they're scared of their power. Get, get ready, ready for, for the fight, people. It's coming. And it's coming very, very soon. Be ready or be left behind. It sounds like another January 6th is about to occur any moment. <laughs> no, I, I thought he was going to say that our presents weren't going to be delayed. Are yeah. You <laughs> oh, here's here's this guy again. If you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. <laughs> you know, and what was that? I was I was enthralled. I was uh, wow, hypnotized by his beauty. Ah, uh, I think um, that slow yeah. wink. Yeah, the the slow. I mean, just you, you, you. Oh my god, know, that you, was scary. That was perfect. You picked out your outfit. Uh, uh, you did a whole thing, man. Yeah. You shaved your head extra special for that. Um, no. So so anyway, shout out to uh, Michelle. Uh, she repeated yeah. a bunch of stuff, but she has. Uh, if you want to laugh, go to uh, um, Living Blue Texas. Yeah, Living Blue Texas, and um, she. Uh, there's a there's a whole thread of these guys popping off and there's like literally 200 um and it's all 99 is, is 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 angry 
white dudes on TikTok. And I just found out that uh, my uh, my roommate, the crazy dental, is, was telling me that he was on TikTok and that he's like finding love on there. So, so did you find him? I, oh my god, did you find him? No, I didn't. I don't. I can't. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I can't do the TikTok. I mean, I know I should do that from a practical business standpoint that I should do it, but it's no, like, I have, did you find your roommate? Did you find him on TikTok? I bet you he's a right wing conspiracy conspiracy freak like he has to be hmm i don't know that's the old guy right yeah he's the old guy oh my god okay next time i'm at your house i'm gonna ask him i'll be like can i have your tiktok yeah 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 man there's just look okay this is the this is another thread that i'm not gonna go through it but there's just you can just see that that looks like him i thought that That looks like him dude he's gonna (laughs) pop up here any second (laughs) (laughs) but they're just they're all they're all so angry dude but just like how how are all these old white dudes just on their phones doing TikToks all day, so just angry. complaining? Like, like this guy's got a gaming headset on and he's in his car. Why? Why would you put that? Oh, that's the only that. Okay, that's the only. He had a wireless headphone and he didn't have. He didn't trust the audio from his phone. He wanted to make sure it was uh, professional. Gotcha. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Queen. Karl Marx. Uh, this guy posted getting ready for the Civil War. Um, hey, no another offense, bearded okay. guy, man. Uh, uh, this guy, uh, Santa. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 all they're out there, man. They're, they're t- they've t- so that was one more thing that made me sort of be like, do I really want to get on TikTok if that's what's happening up there? Well, no, my algorithm is uh very gay, so and yeah. happy and dogs. PPP. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. <laughs> <laughs> You had somebody get your money. Oh, they closed this. Uh, did you hear about this? This uh, this slide that they opened up, but people were just like falling down and like yeah. Oh oh oh! People just going down and getting housed, just like oh boom, God. boom, Ooh. boom, Ooh. boom, to the point where, uh, and I think it's on here. The guy had to make a video. <laughs> The park ranger had to like make a video showing them how to properly go down the slide. He's like, you fucking idiots. He's like, you fucking idiots. You're going to kill yourselves. You got to go all the way here and you got to stay upright. Cause I think it's like if you like lay back, you're good. You'll like, you're launch. You're, you'll like launch off. You know what I mean? I gen- you have to. I, I need to see this. I genuinely need to see this. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, so you lean forward. Yeah, you got to stay upright. I think if you lean back, then it's more of you on the thing. So it yeah, laun- like it launches. Yeah, if you're like a if you're, uh, I'm gonna show you how to ride the giant slide. Yeah, so the uh, I guess if okay. you if you have like a smaller center of gravity, I think maybe that's what it is. Instead of being all spread out like flat, maybe maybe that's what it is. Oh yeah, but God. but people were uh, people were. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> if I was a chiropractor, I'd be so excited. Yeah, we just put a sign. Right I just there. put a sign like here. See me yeah. after this. Hey, this is where you can. This is where you can catch me. Uh, what is this? Uh, oh, this is uh, AM a- ASMR for male- uh, for geriatric. <laughs> Fucked up. Oh, yes! Oh, my God. 
Uh, that all sounds so good. That all yeah. sounds so great. Uh, ah. Ah, my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, that was great. Ah, oof. <laughs> Jerry yeah, was is that good for you? Oh, that was, yeah. That was pretty good for me. Is that good for you? Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. Oh, Can't complain. <laughs> How do you feel about the whole um, return to, like, physical media uh, debate versus, like, uh, don't worry. The internet, you can watch any movie anytime you want. Mm. Is there even a debate about that currently? Elaborate a little. Well, well, basically, there's two... I mean, there's basically two schools of thought, right? That we should... that, mm. that Okay, because... Back in the day, there was a commercial for like broadband internet. It's like broadband internet's coming, right? And the whole thing was this guy shows up at a motel and he goes to the to the to the he's checking in, and then he he's like, "What do you guys got for entertainment?" And the person behind the counter tells them like every movie and TV show ever made, or something like that. Meaning like through broadband cable, he'll be able to access everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "All right," and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm all in." And for a while, I was like, you know, because I'm pretty good at the Internet. So even stuff that's not listed or is not on streaming sites, I can find. There's ways you can find, download movies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so for me, it wasn't really an issue. But then but then it's like, oh, um, HBO Max just took off a bunch of these kids shows and a bunch of these old shows off of it and a bunch of this stuff. And they, they just fired. Um, so all the stuff that's happening in the industry and all the companies getting taken and how easy it is for somebody like netflix disney whatever to just say we're going to edit all the simpsons Mm -hmm. or we're going to get rid of specific episodes of specific shows that we find problematic or we're just going to take them off the platform because one of the actors got me too'd right Mm. so there's all these variables to just trusting that if you want to watch Goodfellas, you can find it on Am- You can find it on one of the streaming services you already paid for. You you can rent it somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But if things get taken off platform, or if you know for whatever reason, um, you might not be able to watch whatever you want whenever you want. Mm. So that's why people are like still like holding on to. That's why people still buy DVDs you know, still hold on to physical stuff and, and things like that. So do you think that you're more on the side of, you know, because plus the other stuff, if you don't have an internet connection, you can't watch any of those things, right? Yeah. You, um, you still need electricity, right? But <laughs> but this yeah. is kind of like the reason, like when I was in between being poor or having money most of my life, I would, when I would, when I had cable, when I had cable, I would never watch The Simpsons or any shows that were on free TV. Because I knew at some point I was going to be poor again, and I wasn't going to have cable, and then I would, and then I would watch those shows. So anytime I had cable, I would only watch shows that were only available on cable. I would never watch shows on Fox or anything because that, because that way, when all I had to watch was you know The Simpsons at seven and seven thirty, and you yeah. know what I mean, then I then I would actually enjoy those. So so, but I'm old. So how do how do you feel? Uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know that I fall on either side. I don't, uh, I don't particularly like the idea of, uh, of taking episodes off. It just feels like they're, um, feels like, it feels like, what's that word? Gosh, I'm blanking. Um, what? 
Yeah, when they take when they when you're not allowed to say things. Ah, ah. Censoring. Sorry. It sounds it seems right. like they're sense. Yeah, it seems like they're just censoring things. And so then I feel like I lost power. But does that loss of power make me want to get a physical copy to avoid that censorship? I don't think I care enough. <laughs> It's my verdict. I don't think I care enough to be like, oh my God, that episode of The Simpsons that they censored, I must watch it and I must own it. Um, I understand the con I understand the sentiment um, and the concept of censorship and I am against it. But would I well, go out of my it, way to pay money for physical form? Probably not. No. So so since since the switch to 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 mostly everything being online, you haven't bought a movie, right? Um, no, I have. But it was more so because I really loved the movie and I wanted to financially support it. Um, so like ha the cabin in the woods and I wanted to see the special features and stuff like that. So I will only buy a physical form if I'm like, oh, if my inner. Yeah. If like if I someday don't have any form of entertainment, I need to have this physical thing to watch. Um, because as when we were kids, when we were younger, we would move a lot. So there was a lot of times where we wouldn't have cable. We would have Internet. Um we want to have a lot of stuff. And so we would just have a DVD player and a TV. And so I, so I, so I do still buy DVDs, but I do it as a form of like here financially, I want to show you that I like your content. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think a lot, I think that's why mm -hmm. people, it's still something that when for GoFundMe and stuff like physical copies of film is a, is a great way for people to support stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. you said. Yeah. Yeah. So I see it more like that and less about the censorship. That doesn't bother me too much. I guess it sort of does in principle, but I don't care enough to like want to have the Simpsons on DVD. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also yeah. like, like people also like to buy records because there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Like, do you, don't you feel like it's, you have somebody over there coming over? It's you, you just, you, let's pop in a movie. Is it, it's not the same thing to grab the remote and start scrolling and scrolling yeah. and then, all right, let's try Amazon. Let's try Hulu. Let's try this as it is to open up a thing or look on a shelf and be like, da, 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 da. you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, it's just a different thing. And oh, open up the DVD, boom, 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 press the button, sit back. Boom. Yeah. Let them let the magic. In. There's something to that, right? <sighs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I do. I, yeah, I am a sucker for nostalgia in that sense as well. Um, so I love a good because I, I have a, you know I have I mean? a, yeah, I, I still have a ton of, I mean, I haven't bought DVDs recently. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still do have a ton of old. And when Kurt moved to Florida, he gave me two big boxes of DVDs, oh. and I'm, I'm just like, so as opposed to before when I I didn't watch cable, um, I didn't want you know what I'm saying. Now, um, a lot of those old movies, like if I, when if I move somewhere and I don't have my internet set up, I know that I have if I have DVD. my my PlayStation and my mm -hmm. TV, at least I'll, I'll be able to pull out a DVD and, and play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's yeah. where I buy a lot more as well, because like I said, I used to move a lot. So that was kind of like, I need some form of entertainment if I don't have Netflix or the internet or anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that debate was going on. I think it's just more like a conversation than a debate. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like raging or anything. It's just like the more it happens where certain thing gets taken off of certain platforms, there's the possibility that some shit you always thought you could see is there. Yeah. You know? No, I feel it. I, I also feel that a lot with uh, books in the sense that I don't have a Kindle. I don't buy any online books if I can avoid it. I try to always go for the physical, which there's an ethical complaint as well as to trees and all of that. But where do you fall on that? Do you read books often and do you prefer them online or in, 
I for, I prefer physical form books. I I have a Kindle and mm-hmm. I have free books on there, but it just there's just something about being there that no, I would much rather if I'm sitting poolside. Yeah. You know, and I okay. I, I have to I, I a little paperback mm-hmm. sitting there, but I don't I I I was a voracious reader. I was uh, when I first moved from. What no, not the first move. One of the times that I went back and forth between the U.S. and Colombia, mm-hmm. when I was like twelve, thirteen, and uh, we were in a pretty like I didn't have any friends or anything there. I would read one, two books a day. Sometimes Whoa. I would just I I read a lot. I would read a book a day. I would read a book a day sometimes. Um. So so I have a lot of love for for reading. Like I read every Michael Crichton book, like mostly and, and, and just all kinds of different books, adventure books, stuff like that. I was always a big reader. But recently, honestly, I don't have time for it. Yeah. Out of all the things that I enjoy doing, like I don't read books and I don't play video games anymore. Two things that I love to do. Mm. I had to physically remove the PlayStation from where I work and edit because I would it would it would slow down my my other, you know, it's, time, it's an investment of time. Yeah, and I and I've and I've wasted thousands and thousands of, of of years playing videos, you know, finishing video games, creating soccer teams that I play like fifty seasons for and like shit like that. Like I I was I was a huge huge video game guy, but but I enjoy making films, editing, and doing podcasts and, and doing more and editing stuff more now than I than I enjoy. So I think that in my later years, if I have more time. Then I would then then I look forward to to having like a room with my old video games and being able to sit down and play, and being able to sit down and and pop in a DVD of of, a, of an old movie and just sit there and like you know watch it stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's I think that's cool. Yeah. So All nice. right, palate cleanser. Palate cleanser. Another slide. Oh. Little babies. Oh my god, and they're waiting for each other. Oh my god. Oh there you are, friend. Oh. A human. Oh my god, where is this? I need to take honey. But <laughs> and then it wasn't that far down the thread where you were like, uh, wait, wait, we're, uh, was he throwing them down the slide? Yeah. I was like, is this a doggy daycare? First of all, why do you have so many dogs? Second of all, why are you, why are you throwing them down the slide? But they're having so much fun. Did you see that? Yeah. Most of them, some of them looked a little terrified coming down yeah. some of them were coming in backwards. So I don't know if all of them were like coming in. Yeah, they were like, no, no. <laughs> They're like, all right, it's over. Not so much we yeah. as as more like uh, you know, um, okay, so this is another thing that happened this week that I wanted to get your opinion on. Let me pull this okay. up here. All right. So basically, um, there's a New York Times columnist uh named um Lena Wilson, I believe. Okay. Um, and she is a lesbian movie reviewer for the New York Times. 
She reviewed the film uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Never Are you from? It's a new movie. It's like a horror movie. Uh, but hold on, let me make sure I have the all the relevant tabs for this. So I don't have to start digging. Okay, got it. Here we go. So she, one of the things she said about the movie was there's an actress called Amanda Stenberg, uh, who okay. also identifies as queer, and she's uh, in the movie. I guess she has a like a tank top on. And she said, basically, it's a 95-minute advertisement for cleavage. Okay. Okay. All right. So here, here, here's the video. Hi. But I was just checking my Instagram DMs because a really lovely kind person informed me via the DMs that Judge Body is playing in 35mm at the Roxy this weekend. If you're in New York, you should absolutely go to that. There are a disgusting amount of tickets left. But, but I looked at my DM requests and found this, which, which I'm just going to let speak for itself for a little bit. So can you see it? Uh, she So she got a DM from Amanda, uh, the actress from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, and she says, your review was great. Maybe if you had gotten your eyes off my tits, you could have watched the movie. Oh. Okay. Because she, because she said it was a ninety-five minute advertising for. So she's also so she's queer. Mm-hmm. The actress, uh, and then I think uh, Lena identifies as more lesbian, as you can kind of tell from her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she says, "Hey Amanda, generally a big fan of your work, but this sure is something. Really wishing you well in your career and life. Have a nice night. Uh, you have so she blocked her, right? Mm-hmm. So here's where it gets a little more interesting. I'll let it play." Hmm. For context, if you haven't seen, I reviewed Bodies, Bodies, Bodies bodies for the New York Times and and, uh, really really didn't like it and said so. so. Ironically praised the acting, acting, though. though. Uh, I don't want anything anything else to come of this. I am devastated to have received this message in the first place. I was a genuine, huge fan of hers. But I'm posting it because I don't want this person who has more social power than me to think that it's fucking okay to do something like this. And that's all. Interesting. All right. So, so far, right. Um, she basically says, uh, she's, she's, uh, um, let me pull up this other girl so you can, cause I think there was, uh, there was another part where the other girl. So first part, she's saying she reviewed the movie. She doesn't, mm-hmm. um, she doesn't, she praises the acting, but she says it's a 95 minute, uh, advertising for cleavage. Uh, and then one of the actresses from the movie, uh hits her on their instagram and says blah 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 this is that right so so far how do you feel uh man i feel conflicted i feel like i need to watch the film first and foremost but uh, it feels icky to have two queer women fight and i didn't watch the movie and i didn't read the review so this is a very uninformed opinion right but mm-hmm. what I'm getting from the DM from the actress is that's not appropriate. Just because you didn't like the way that someone reviewed your film does not give you the right to go attacking them and belittle their opinion based on their sexuality. And she should know better because she's queer. So for you to say, hey, if you would have maybe not looked at my tits the whole time, maybe you would have liked it. Like you're just kind of using her sexuality against her to belittle her opinion. I don't know if it was a valid opinion or not, right? But still be the bigger person 
and just fucking swallow some critics some criticism especially if she was nice about the acting i don't know what she's bitching about i don't know that's mm-hmm. my take uninformed take but that's my take what do you think uh i it goes deeper oh shit <laughs> damn it why'd you let me speak then all right continue <laughs> uh <laughs> hold on a second I'm, that's that's what i was looking for while you were there uh oh, it goes deeper oh my god okay so this is the response of amanda oh good morning um, um I just, I just thought I would get in here really quickly because I'm receiving a lot of for being a very naughty girl. girl. Um, I'm sending I'm a, DM a DM that I thought, I thought was hilarious. But basically, there's this film critic. Her name is Lena Wilson, and she writes the New York Times. And she wrote a criticism of a movie that I just had come out called Buddy's Body. And she described, she described in the review, review uh, the movie as a 95 minute advertisement cleavage, which I thought was hilarious. Like, how did I know this actress existed, though, by the way? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> it's cute as hell. Okay. I've seen her somewhere. I know. Hey, like, I feel, I I feel like I, I, I've probably seen her somewhere, but I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud, proud that, 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 that piece of work that I was part of. Uh, was described <laughs> as such in instrument round publication. That is a really unique experience that I get to have. Anyways, um, I DM'd Lena, and I said, "I said, I said, great review. Maybe if you had got your eyes off my tits, you could have watched the all right, All right. Okay, okay, listen. I, I, I thought, thought it was, was weird. She was a little over, I thought, overlaugh. Because, yeah, like, I'm, I'm also gay. I thought that as gay people, we would both find this comment funny. I was also curious to know what Lena would say to such a statement. But Lena decided to publish and also says that I am homophobic. For saying that. The intention, the intention of why I said that, that. and, and this, this, is, this, is this is my experience as an actress. It's, it's quite surprising. I mean, it shouldn't be surprising, I guess, at this point, but the amount of commentary that I received on my boobs is so extreme. Uh, and, and this, this happened since I was a teenager. I could literally be wearing a t-shirt, and just because of the size of my boobs... Um, there, there will be, be some, some sort of sexualization of commentary on my chest. Uh, in this movie, movie I'm wearing a tank top. Uh, and I know that when I'm wearing a tank top, the result is there's going to be some cleavage because I have boobs. So I knew that this, this comment was probably mostly directed towards me. And I think that Lena was going to make a commentary about a24 sexualizing me, sexualizing my body, um, you know, exploiting young women um, in order to sensationalize them, to, to make their media more popular. With, uh, I understand the angle. I, I can tell you that the, I wore this tank top in this in this movie because me and the costume designer thought that. All right. So she's basically. Little over laughing on the storytelling, mm-hmm. little over, little, little, little extra on the laughter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. here's where it gets more interesting for me. So 
was she inappropriate in, in writing that to the film critic? Uh, maybe. But then the film critic putting her on blast actually makes it a public. So she's basically saying, I want, I don't want this person to have power over me. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want this person to have power over me. Um, and uh, so instead of just keeping it a private thing between now, I'm going to make it public. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of weird that her whole thing was, I'm devastated by this. And I'm, I'm, I, I just want, I don't want her to have power over me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, uh, it's oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was I was just thinking it's really hard to comment on something because again, I haven't read the mm -hmm. review and I haven't mm -hmm. watched the film, mm -hmm. right? So, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. this is a social experiment. Here's the thing: there are so, there are some films that I would um, that I would argue are like sen sens sensationalizing uh, and over sexualizing as well of young teenage girls or young actresses and stuff like that. So I can understand the angle of the critic to say something along those lines it sounds like she had more issue with a24 and the wardrobe um and then as an actress i can also see how it would be devastating to get a reviewed and to not really be a focus of your acting and more so on your tits like that's very offensive so i'm offended for both on both sides and i don't know who the fuck is right because one person is wrong and I don't right. know who it is. That's right. That this is an I, I I'm having fun because as a, as an actress and as a gay, yeah. Uh, this is an, this falls right in your alley. All right. Can't and we then all it's just also, get along? Ah. All right. So now let's get to better know Lena Wilson. How about that? Okay. Okay. Because I think because yes. you saw what she did, you've yes. you've heard the response. Now let's go a little bit deeper into this New York Times review. Okay. Make me particularly well for this line of work. Right, like this is a video that this is a this is a video this is this is a video she unironically put out talking about how her qualifications as a movie reviewer. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> that make me particularly well suited for this line of work. The second part is all the things I've done to get where I am, which might be slightly more replicable for you guys. Part one: those four things. Number one, and perhaps, perhaps the most crucial thing, thing is that, is that I'm a very talented writer, writer and I'm particularly, particularly skilled, skilled in the art of cultural, cultural criticism. criticism. This is not, not a flex, my therapist will be gobsmacked, but I said something so simple for me in such a public venue. However, I think that we all just have to accept that at this point that it is true. I'm from family of writers, I'm a reader, writing has come naturally to me for my entire life. I've received awards and praise and other forms of success for it, always. I'm sorry, what? Can you not hear it? Yeah, the echo makes it a little difficult to understand. Mm, but it, it wasn't doing that before, though, right? No. Just on okay, this one. I don't so... know if it's the volume or something. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, here. Let me just back it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'll tr I'll try not to play. It. Okay. I come from a family of writers. writers. I'm a reader. I've been listening to my entire life. life. I've, received I've received awards, awards and, and praise and, and other, other forms of success for it. Always. And art criticism is a very particular form of writing that I seem to just be naturally good at. It is an it's art an form, art just, form like just like screenwriting and, and poetry writing, writing two, two kinds of writing, writing that I cannot do to save my fucking life or art forms. forms. And I have never received any kind of formal schooling in arts, arts criticism, but you're right. I am. Again, and not, not a flex, flex just, just a fact. fact. The first thing, first thing I ever from New York Times, I wrote at 24 years old. It was barely edited and made the front page of the All Right, so 24 years old, published in the New York Times, barely edited, front page of the cultural section. Okay? So that's what I'm working with. 
The second thing which is also really important for arts criticism is that I have a point of view. Arts criticism is not about saying whether something is good or it's bad. You should watch it or you shouldn't watch it. It is about having something to say. It's very possible you followed me on this page because you think I have something interesting to say about genre films, particularly horror and or the state of the representation of women and other marginalized people in film. And I, and I sure, sure do write about those things, things a lot, but uh, even, even when I'm not writing about those things, I make sure that I have something, something interesting to say. For instance, last week, because it was Valentine's Day weekend, I was assigned to write about rom-com and a teen romance, and I pulled from a wealth of knowledge for both of those things that goes beyond, you know, my normal dog and pony show. Which leads me to number three, I am very knowledgeable about the things that I write about. I watch and read a lot of things. Okay, so... Now, the other curious part about this is that in her initial post, oh. she said, you guys need to go watch Jennifer's Body and then talked yeah. about how she didn't like a movie because it was objectifying women. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, you can take that as well. All right. So, a little full of herself, a little full of herself. Yeah, right? I was going to say, yeah, she's not right. palatable in my eyes. All right. Yeah. All right. So, here's a great breakdown. And this is a breakdown of the video we just fought. Among the many insufferable points in the video, it's a great example of how nepotism babies think they earned their way in. She mm -hmm. touts being on the front page of the New York Times culture section at 24 without mentioning her dad is an editor at the paper. <laughs> yeah. I Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So at 24, oh. she got into the New York Times, did not mention that her, her father, she said she was from a family of writers. Her father was an editor at the New York Times, an editor at the New York Times. And where she got publishers. Surprise number one. Uh, oh. I'm, on the, I'm on the secondary and sufferable point. Despite what the children of good writers will claim, we have ample evidence throughout history that writing talent is not genetic and being from a family of writers does not grant special powers. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so basically, you know, this got broken down. And then, it, and then, and this, I, I didn't get far enough into the rabbit hole on this one, but apparently there were some people saying that she was also kind of turfish. Or she was on a Facebook group that was meant for transgender men, and it was a bunch of lesbians like telling them just be a a, a butch lesbian instead. Uh, so it's 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 that battle which I think is incredibly interesting the the transgender men versus lesbian community that, that apparently oh. there's there's a beef somewhere in there or there's a little yeah. riff. There's a there's a rubbing of the there's an unironic rubbing of the tectonic <laughs> plates. Great <laughs> uh -huh. wording. Yeah, uh, there's an, an ironic rubbing of the tectonic plates causing a, a little bit of an earthquake in that community. Yeah. Um, but um, so then, but that was I didn't I didn't really go deep enough into it. But see, now you know more. Now I know more. <laughs> oh, this is okay. This is an onion. We're peeling it, baby. Um, okay, okay. And that's so. as far as I went. I, I I saw the allegations about that she was a turf, but I didn't go further into it. I didn't check to see if Amanda had anything. So, but I really just thought it was a very interesting argument, um, kind of yeah. how you like. Oh man, yes, <clears throat> yeah. That whole video did not sit well with me. I'm like, you're saying you're come from a long line of writers, family of writers, uh, and that at 24 you got published on your daddy's journal, and that you never did any schooling, so you're not educated. But however, you are somehow qualified to be a critic because you have a point of view. Yeah, fucking everyone has a point of view. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? You're okay. I'm angry now. I don't think I like her. I don't like you. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so um so here's the thing. I still I feel like um punto y aparte the the issue of the film and the big tits and the DMs and all of that that's separate because that's 
its own issue. Again, I don't know what she wrote. I don't know what the movie yeah. was like. But her as a person, yeah, she sucks. She definitely sucks. Listen, the LGBTQ community, it's not all great people. And I don't think I like her very much objectively with the context that I've been given. And I don't think I trust her judgment. So if I'm going to put two and two together, I'm going to say that I'm on the actress's side. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, what the fuck? What are you? Oh, my God. And I think she did it for clout. At this point, I just think that she's a rich kid who did it for clout. That's my conclusion. Yeah, she's the, the fact that she's so very self, so like, I'm like like she had to go out of her way to to make a video that that points out exactly like how qualified she is. Mm-hmm. And, and and mind you, she said no qualifications. Yeah, she's it's like, like she's like, look, I I didn't have a lot of formal training. I'm just good at this shit. I just and I'm I, naturally and I, good at it. Uh, and I'm from a family point of view. I'm a family. Like, I come from a family of writers. A long she, line of writers. She she thinks she literally thinks that uh because her daddy was a writer and and he got her published at the New York Times at 24. Like how insufferable did she have to be? Like she probably went to like Wesleyan or some other like you know, he's you know, some other weird ass college. Mm-hmm. Uh and then she she comes back and she's like, Daddy, I want to be published. Yeah. Here. Can you can you submit this to the culture? And then they, they he's like, oh god, okay, fine. And then he has to go to the fucking culture editor and be like, hey, Sandra, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Billy? He's like, oh, hey, hey, uh, would you would you mind taking a look at my daughter's article? Yeah, sure, oh Bob. I'll take a look at it. Is it for like uh you know back page something like that? You want me to throw it in there? He's like, Oh, could you like consider it for like the front page? <laughs> uh, uh, I can't do that, Jilly. Uh, remember that one time I caught you? No, I'm sorry. I don't know. Gotta love nepotism. Man, and, it is rampant in Hollywood. And scene. And scene. So I mean, anyway, I thought, I thought it was an interesting story. She is. No, I love it. I fucking love it. That took me on a fucking wild ride. Um, Yeah. I don't like her. Oh my god, I don't like her. Jeez. Oh. But is that like is that like the the right wing of like the LGBTQ movie? Like like it, like, the, I, is that, is that... there is there is a subset. I would say I wouldn't say the right wing necessarily. I don't know how. The well, it's like the black sheep. Is the black sheep the more like it's like? Uh yeah, I'll say the black sheep because well, here's the thing. It's all a response to woke culture and. Um, because a lot of the things just don't sit right with a lot of people. Um, you know, whether that, whether that be pronouns or, uh, a lot of people, what I've gotten is like the complaint that they added the brown and black colors to the rainbow when they're like, oh, it's not supposed to be a political issue about race. This is meant to be about sexuality, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I do have a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of friends in the LGBTQ community that are very much like turfs and just anti- anything woke anti-woke i would say and it's causing a lot of yeah it's causing uh, some separation yeah some drama yeah no yeah the <clears throat> and and then the, the the queen of the turfs is uh is your homegirl uh harry potter harry lighter right that's she's like yeah she's leading it she's yeah. like and and in an alternate world 
you would you 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 take a look at the principles in a vacuum, which is like, oh, we're super, just super pro women. We're just like, just like, just like uh, pro trans is pro people that identify with women. They're trying to say that you know they're pro people born as women. I guess is what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But then biological women, biological women, uh, those who are able to give birth, you know, mm-hmm. or what have you, and they're so angry at trans men or trans women that I don't know that, 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 that it, that causes some infighting, right? Is that like, cause I'm assuming that most of these are like, cause if once again, if you're, if you're fighting for one to them, it must feel like you're fighting for one thing and like pushing a stone up a hill. And then somebody like when you get the stone up the hill, it just like kind of shows up next to you and is like, Hey, mm-hmm. uh, I'm jumping. <laughs> we did this, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, Hey, we did it, and you're like, "What? What? No!" It's like, "I'm jumping on though. I'm, I'm like, I'm right here with you. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm full on." And then you know, stuff like that. Um, so I can obviously see the things that would make somebody a turf, but I just think that it's, it, it just, it, it is such a, it is. I, I can feel that it's like a Game of Thrones situation over there, like mm-hmm. in the lesbian community, like, yeah, like, like why don't you just be look? Look, man, you don't call it, I mean, is that that's gotta be the argument. You don't have to call yourself a man. You can just be a woman and just be a man, you know? She's like, Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. I I want to just be a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a man, you know. Yeah, but you could be a woman and a man, you know. You could just dress, you could just get a haircut, you know. Have you thought yeah. it's just getting, you thought about just getting a haircut? I think um I think there is like a group of people within every single group of minorities that are just kind of like Oh, kind of like the rhetoric, I guess, of 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 the the bill, the it's in just some people got to pay their mm-hmm. loans, but then other people get it forgiven. Um, whereas yeah. even with like feminism, I mean, it was a it was a movement initially uh, by white females, and then once it started becoming more inclusive of other minorities, it's almost like they kind of wanted to stray away from it. Um, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it's just like. I don't know. I don't know. It's just probably prejudice, deep prejudice. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Right. Um, sometimes says LGBTQ members Sorry? feel like trans are slowly dominating their spaces in the narrative. Exactly. So, that so like traditionally they feel pushed aside. Fully. That is exactly what it is. It's like there is this narrative and this like the feminine like feminism. Let's just say that. Um, and then once let's say people of color in the to the feminist into the feminism route it's like oh now they're dominating the narrative and so there's infighting that goes on kind of like like you said about pushing the rock up a hill but it's like well that's a separate issue so right now what i'm seeing is a lot of the queer community some um are pretty angered that it's being tied with like or so inclusive the plus is what gets people there's this whole movement of like our own Did I cut off? You cut off for a second. Are you back? Okay. Yeah, I'm back. Um, but yeah, no, she was basically saying like, oh, it's only LGB. Anything past that doesn't count. And it's mm-hmm. because it was, the argument was that it started off as just uh, a community about sexuality. So anything that has to do with like gender or skin color or anything like that, uh, intersex, whatever it may be, um, it's not valid. And I thought that was an interesting argument. I don't like the narrative or the non-inclusivity, but I can see how older, white, affluent gays would yeah. feel that way. 
And the, yeah, and I think um, the one that and this was a few years back when they when she when they turned on her was Martina Navratilova, who's like one of the mm-hmm. first out open in your face lesbians in the eighties. She did as much for gay rights or acceptance or normalization in that time as anybody re- possibly. She was fucking winning fucking Wimbledon. You know, she was one of the best poker, the best uh, tennis player in the world. And she was an, you know, straight up lesbian, like all about it. And when she was like saying when she when they kind of classified her as a turf, I was like, damn, that is that is weird for the entire LGBT community to sort of turn on somebody that's such an icon. Yeah. Um, and I, that's when I told you, I was like, it's like you're cannibal, cannibalizing yourself. It's like, you know, at the end of the French Revolution, when the, the people that were the original ones chopping people's heads off were the ones getting their heads chopped off, you yeah. know, like the, the guillotine comes for you, too. Um, so I, I just think it's so fascinating that that there is that infighting and that there, there is that cannibalization there. And and it's and it's mm-hmm. those those segments that are trying to be ultra progressive and continue to push forward and continue. Let's keep adding adding more. It's almost like they deserve two separate movements because. But at, at this point, like like you said, the old affluent gay and lesbian they're 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 entrenched in society. Like they, mm-hmm. their place is pretty much solidified. They yeah. they've they've won their battle for most for the for the most degree. Obviously, gay marriage is still on the on the. <clears throat> Gay marriage is still on the chopping block, but but yeah, they, you can't you can't fight against new movements, right? You can't fight against the youth, right? Yeah, yeah. It takes us back to the whole Latino versus Latinx situation, right? Doesn't sit well with a lot of older Latinos. It doesn't. Does I it? think with movement, there's infighting in that sort of generational form. Right. Yeah, but yeah, the 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 accusation was that there was a a Facebook group and there was a lot of uh like hardcore lesbians on there and they would invite trans men into the group to talk about like options and stuff and like but really just be like belligerent them with like turf stuff. Um etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, let's mm-hmm. see what you got to say right. right. There's there's some intersectionality problems in trying to classify some very very interesting to one LGBTQAI plus umbrella will cause friction extension. Yeah. That's keep adding exactly right. keep, yeah but you know and you can say what you want about um dave Chappelle being a turf but he had a pretty funny bit in one of his not not his last couple of specials where he just went full on full on <laughs> full on anti-trans but there was a but he had a bit about the you know the gays are driving the car and then the lesbians are there and then you know the bisexuals are in the back and then all of a sudden the trans guys you know what i mean like yeah. you know uh, the non-binary is like, I'll fuck anything, you know? That's it, a pretty funny bit, and I think it was like four or five specials back. All right, anyway, so anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting battle. The other thing, like I said, that was our old topic that we were supposed to talk about, but we didn't, was uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Tate getting canceled. Uh, uh, this was this was a funny one. First word is incorrect is fear. I'm not afraid of anything. I don't live in fear. Second thing is canceled. If I was going to be afraid of anything on the planet, the last thing I'm afraid of is getting canceled. Like, I've had people, people try to kill me. me. I, have I have real enemies, enemies as, as we stand right now. There are groups of men waking up with one bullet in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't give a fuck. fuck. Some door from the internet makes a video saying cancel tape. Don't, don't give a solid every, every shit. shit. I have real problems. So, just breaking down the sentence. Not afraid of shit. Would never be afraid of getting canceled. To answer the meta question, as to am I worried that someone's going to hear something I say and then be offended and people aren't going to follow me anymore. Once again, I couldn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I, I say, say what, what the fear of getting... Wah, wah, wah. Uh, 
got canceled. He's still on Twitch, isn't he? No, they canceled his Twitch channel too. Yay! I mean, okay. Well, how do you feel about that? Because it goes to censorship a little bit. So how do you how do you feel? What was your reaction? Um, Instagram and Facebook went first, and basically it was like because people were clipping all the highlights of him saying you should that women are property you can beat women i moved to romania because it's easier to get a, off of rape charges there mm-hmm. i used to uh fucking mind fuck my girlfriends into becoming webcam girls like there's a lot of self-snitching in there you know mm-hmm. um and so he was basically a scumbag so yep is deplatforming everybody i mean like i said we had a we had an anonymous way a kid took his mom's credit card and and Mm -hmm. and subscribed to hustlers university at 13. he was definitely getting across just like there's a bunch of 50 60 year old white guys on tiktok there's also still a bunch of kids on there um and if they see all these clips and all these cool fucking streamers that they follow playing clips and, and saying oh my god here's my affiliate code for andrew tate um and they get their multi-level on and you're like, yeah, you can be rich. All you have to do is, is, is have no feelings and uh, fuck women and this and that and all this other stuff. Then you're obviously doing some sort of harm. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it's not benign. Yeah. Uh, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you see the TikToks of all the school teachers that are kind of coming out and saying how he's Andrew Tate directly is affecting their students? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, they're, um, his- they- Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, apparently his rhetoric is coming around to a lot of little kids and affecting, like, just the way and how they're treating little girls in their classroom. It's 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 so worrisome, in my opinion. So I think deplatforming is justified in this in this specific case, especially, like you said, the clips that were being thrown around were very extremist. And so there was a lot of self-snitching. And once you, you know, admit to such crimes and in such an outward manner i mean the is valid yeah yeah i mean you fuck around and you find out right like 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 there's there's terms of service and sometimes they're very like i said like i've had some issues with like just uh certain platforms that are just like oh my god you responded to this or you said this and Mm -hmm. Like you can't go live for 28 days and that's just for us who's like you know mm-hmm. it's like we get we're still like on the new show we're like at three to five hundred between total different platforms combination of uh, views and downloads so it's not like we have a huge audience um so there if if it can get somebody like us it can definitely get you know somebody who's who who for like six weeks was the most searched name on the internet mm-hmm you know who had a meteoric rise he de- he he rose you you got too close to the sun man he got too close to the sun he was just like yeah rocket ship fucking he was probably he was probably like he probably got 2 to 3 months of like hundreds of thousands of memberships yeah you know at like 50 bucks a pop to to join a discord so mm-hmm. you can join 50 bucks a month to join a discord with trading tips <laughs> and some and, and something that tells you you should work out yeah no shit motherfucker yeah, every yeah getting in shape is a good idea if you want to get laid oh why oh my god i've never heard these words before 
how much take my money Mm -hmm. um so here he is copying please uh where's that at where is it at is this it oh sorry give me a second here you're fine andrew i think he'll be back though unfortunately what the fuck is that hello clarice hello clarice (laughs) that was adorably spooky ah uh, I just took the cone off my dog because she was looking for yeah. the butthole. Yeah. It's no longer bleeding, so that's good. She's a lot better. Thank you for asking. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, let me see what are that. Do they have any clips? All right. And he was on uh, Tucker Carlson tonight. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. Uh so he got deplatformed. Uh-huh. And then he got uh interviewed by Tucker. All right, let me see if I can this will play. He did talk. I hate Tucker Carlson with the passion. He's uh He's also he's a little of, nepotism baby. He's head of he's head of the uh he's head of the uh of the Tiki Torch gang, man. Mm-hmm. Tiki Torch gang. <laughs> Oh, okay. We love the verbal gymnastics here. But what, what that person is about. about. So we, we sat, sat down, down at some length to talk to Andrew Tate. And we wanted, wanted to show you some of it. Top G behavior, Tucker. The real top Gs are the whites, am I right? I don't really feel like I've exposed anything. Like, I'm truly... Not, not a, a very, very political person. person. This is the first time someone's experienced this level of ban. I'm not particularly right wing. I don't vote. I thought you weren't I afraid to be canceled. I know. They didn't ban me for that. Um, they, they banned me simply because I had large swaths of population agreeing to very traditional masculine values. Teenage men and young and young men. Well, I, the video that I wanted to play is the video that he did with uh, with a streamer uh, that was up on Twitter. Uh, I, 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 I lost it. But um, basically in it, he was like, because I think he's going back to sort of doubling down because I don't think Tucker wanted apologetic, Andrew Tank. I think they wanted like, I don't I don't think he's going to be like super apologetic, but he did a video where he's like, I love women. I can't believe that they that that they think I love and everything I do is for women and and women are so important to me and I'm donating mm-hmm. so much money to women and this and of that. Course. So right afterwards he was he was he he was on Twitch before they banned him from that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think this is him being apologetic. I don't think. And 20, no. 30, 22, 23, 24, 24 were, were looking, looking up, up to me and aspiring to be like, like me. I'm a very traditionally masculine life. life. I have I fast, fast cars, cars and a big house, house and, and a lot of money and, and beautiful, beautiful girlfriend. girlfriend. And then and they, they thought, they thought, thought this was very, very threatening. And, and for some, some reason, they decided that it's better that they annihilate me than replace me with somebody who's more aligned with whatever. whatever I think it's interesting that that he's the most 
that there's so many ways to promote this, like Andrew Tate mm-hmm. with Tucker, and yet they still had to add COVID response was massive overreaction because yeah. the, the majority of their audience is like 60 and 70, right? It's still Fox. Mm-hmm. It's still Fox News. So I think that's interesting that in the title, they even had Andrew Tate's it's COVID response. Like that's, I, why was, why is that? Yeah. Who, who, that's like the least important part of the interview, right? Yeah, how is that related at all? To Tell us Tell what, your what your message is, is to young, young men. men. Yeah, yeah so, so I think, I think that, that being a man, man is very, very difficult. difficult. I think I that men's issues are largely... No lies detected. The people, the people in charge of the world pretend to care. He's spitting. Almost got it. Almost got it. I'm, I'm silenced, silence. so, so they're not they're really interested in the men's issues. There's a lot of young, young men going around today, they feel very disaffected. They feel invisible. The agendas that are being forced down their throat are not, not agendas they align with, or they, or they feel affinity to, or agendas they want. And I basically just say to men, look, look, it's, it's a very hard life. life. You're going to need, need to get up, up work hard. Is there a fox show in his future? Like, I think like the, so. Like, I think he like, found his home. He found his niche. Like, yeah. is the way that is he gonna go? Is he gonna make the misogyny to right wing uh Because he's 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 fucked on any internet platform. The only thing that's left for him is traditional media. Yeah. The he's, only thing he's got to either do like a radio show and a podcast, or he's got to do TV. Yeah. And he's going to have to mask it a little better because I think that the reason why he got in trouble is because it's not because of the views that he's holding. It's just the fact that the way that he talks about them, he's very outspokenly misogynistic and uh, just vile, vile uh, ideas. But I feel like people snooze hold those same ideals they just mask them a little better and they say it in a more palatable way kind of like how he's mentioning it right now there right now he's using the uh, men have it very hard and society looks down on them and they're not hearing their woes um which is understandable but the problem is that like he's also omitting the fact that like oh they found there there's this group of angry men that found their niche with the shit that i was spewing um, and that's the stuff that he's not going to say, but I feel like there is a future for him in Fox News, as long as he uses more palatable re- rhetoric with the mm-hmm. same ideals. Totally not that I want to give him any advice. Who are disloyal or dishonest. And try and build and create a reality full of high-quality people in which you can resist. Oh, jeez. I want everybody to have a Bugatti. And happiness is a Bugatti. And choking women. That's not what you said. Not verbatim. You are. It's absolutely dangerous to women. Yes. If you go into an Instagram feed, you, you have, have extremely, extremely beautiful, beautiful women, which, which is fine. That's they're, they're beautiful. beautiful. They're, they're allowed, allowed to take, take pictures. pictures. But, but the, the only, only men who have followers, followers mm, that goes against the uh, the whole fresh and fit thing. Where yeah, exactly. They're allowed to take pictures. I'm not going to call him a hoe or say that she's cheating on me because she are men with massive social status, right? Mm-hmm. Men with Ferraris and money or got it. Say it. Say the line. Interesting people. If you're a normal man with a normal job. You don't really exist in the online world. It's very difficult to get followers. Nobody replies to your DMs. You don't really matter. 
You don't have access to the sexual marketplace. It's very difficult for you to even get any What is the sexual marketplace? So you have to rape women or abuse them. And all men feel lost and lonely because of that. And I was championing to a degree their issues by saying to them, look, that is unfair perhaps, but that's the way the game works. You need to What's he looking at? That's a, that's a horrible angle. He doesn't even look like he's looking at him. Here's how you do it. I wasn't trying to change the rules of the game. I was just telling the men how to win because I came from nothing and I'm completely and utterly self-made. And I think the reason a lot of men are so depressed is because they feel invisible. They feel like the life is, life is too hard. Women expect me to be strong and smart and funny and interesting with a nice apartment and a fast car and tall and well-connected and funny. And, and it's just too much for them to handle. The social pressure on men is absolutely immense. And I was championing their issues. And at the same time, all these social media platforms pretend to care. As soon as somebody they resonate with stands up and champions their issues, they mass blanket ban me. Yeah. So do, you see how he's, do you see how he's wording it? Like, oh, this is about men's rights and pobrecitos. Yeah. And I'm over here just being relatable. No, motherfucker. You were saying violent, vile shit about yeah. women. And about, yeah. like, oh, I don't know. If you if you if you took if you actually took that little part there where you was saying some real stuff and he actually followed through on stuff for that, that would be a different thing. Mm -hmm. But you're right. The things he actually said. Mm -hmm. That is that was that part is 15 to 20 percent of his message. Mm -hmm. The 80 the other 80 percent is how women can't drive and blah, blah, blah. And. She's not allowed to go on vacations with her friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, why would I leave my car outside where I know it's going to get Which broken into? Have absolutely no care for the young men of the world today. They think that by banning me, I'm just going to vanish, and the young men are just going to go and start eating the gruel that they're fed on their on their YouTube feed. They don't want to read. They don't want to see transgender people wear makeup. They don't want to see that. They, they want to see. They don't want to see transgender people wear makeup. And a nice what is that? And some fast cars and it's strong and it's confident. They want action hero. Say Bugatti, motherfucker. Of the world still want to Bugatti. Bugatti. And YouTube and, and social media platforms obviously just don't like Say. the idea of that. They want to get rid of me and try and replace me with something they see as far more malleable. Trying to create people. How much bigger is the screen over here in front of him that he can't just look to I his know, right? I know he's looking straight at the tiny screen. He's looking. How uh, big? What? What is over here, Tucker? I don't know. So news accounts in the United States say that the U.S. Embassy in Bucharest, Romania, was tipped off to your oh, yeah. misdeeds and alerted the local authorities he might be committing human trafficking. Um. Given that this is the same charge they leveled against Julian Assange or a species of it, you know, skeptical, but I, I want to know the details. Were you arrested for human trafficking? What, what happened? Yeah, I was not arrested. So what happened is I suffered from a case of swatting. It's very popular with people who are large on the internet. Many large YouTubers have been swatted. It's where you call the police and you say somebody has a gun or there's a hostage situation and the SWAT team arrives. Somebody made a phone call to the American Embassy saying I was holding women at my house. The police arrived. And let me state this now. I state this uh, openly to the world. I have absolute respect for the police. I would hate to live in a country where if you call the police saying women are being held against their will, that the police don't respond. That would be terrible. Of course, St. Francis at the time was labeled a witness. 
we had to go to the police station for 45 minutes to Love the, the police. We filled them in and we were let go. I was swatted, so I certainly made them have my views on COVID. I don't want to zero worry or interest in COVID. It was like the world was experience of rich people under COVID. One of I guess I guess they talked about COVID for a little while. Anyway, the point is. Uh, Eh, I guess no, I don't really care. I don't really care what he thinks about COVID. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? It's gonna be like rich people, sad. Oh no, COVID, oh, so no. no good for profit. Anyway, so whiny, so whiny. My gosh. So he he wasn't really copying clues. He was trying to. I guess Tucker was just maybe Tucker just had him on for the maybe Tucker's having him on for the clout to try to get some of those young people. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, Fox's viewership does not skew to the. Fox's viewership and um, the Andrew, the Hustlers University. So if he got canceled out of everything, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to be on Fox News tonight. Maybe, maybe get some, maybe get some eyeballs on Fox News for some young kids." Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, Andrew Tate, Fresh and Fit, and that shot people in that protest, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, I think that young men like that who can switch the rhetoric to like, "Oh, poor, poor men in this country." Uh, young men, I know it's hard out there and they just kind of like, you know, they just victimize themselves on normal things that, that are awkward growing up and then they make them find a home. They can kind of probably gain an audience. And so I think Fox News is for sure going with that crowd Shapiro. I know if I was a PR person for the right, I would definitely be like, hey, let's like let's monetize these fucking little boys who need a daddy. Um, and let's fucking get them to our cult. Like, it's, it's such a, this is, this is cult shit 101. You get the dumb young people that don't have a necessarily, you know, a path in life and you brainwash them into being in their cults. I was a more, you know how this works. You get people who are down and out, broke and just got out of jail or young and dumb. That's what you do. And then you get them into your cult. So did you ever ride boys. a bike? Huh? Yeah. Did, did your dad teach you? Did your dad ever play? You don't have a dad? Oh, come over here. I know. I'll show you the way. Sorry. Well, you know, you know what they did in 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 um, in New York and uptown in Harlem is they 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 built a church and they they built a massive like professional basketball court underneath, mm-hmm. and you had to sit through like you could go play, but you had to like sit and talk with them and stuff like that. But it was like right. in the middle of Harlem, like that like hardwood floors, backboards, mm-hmm. basketballs, the whole thing. That's how, that's how they that's how, that's how you get them, man. That's how you get that's them. You, that's how you get them. And I think um, that, yeah, so anyway, Fox News, I think that that's for sure the, the path that they're taking. It would be in their best interest. Not that I want to give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, so let's wrap up these uh, these last couple of things here, and then we'll get out of your way, everybody. Uh, Heather Morris, this is from Pop News. This is JLo News. What? Uh, Heather Morris alleges that several dancers were cut from the audition process of one of Jennifer Lopez tours after Lopez found out they were Virgos. What? She, whis- no! she, she whispered to her assistant. She looked at them and said, thank you so much for coming. And they had to leave. How do you feel about J-Lo possibly cutting, act- uh, cutting, cutting dancers because they were Virgos? Oh, my God. That is infuriating. Are you kidding me? Are you a Virgo? No, no, I'm not. But what the fu- what the fuck does that matter? That doesn't matter. You judge on the dancing. <laughs> what? It's like when you go on a date and then like, well, how would you? Okay, you go on a first date and mm. it's all going so well. And then she asks, when's your birthday? And then she finds out you're a Virgo or whatever the fuck. And then she's like, mm. okay, well, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, this isn't going to work out. How do you feel? 
I don't know. Maybe she maybe, is there. Is there like is there like a, a racism equivalent of astrological astrological signism? Yeah, I mean, like, I was gonna say more so like when people don't get hired because A, B, and C. I don't know. Mm. Well, I mean, it's I mean, at will it was an is it at will employment state? Uh, because I don't know. The only thing I could think of is maybe like like she she's just had some bad Virgos in her life or she thinks Virgos are going to like hit on her boyfriend or something or like, like she's fucking JLo. Like if she, maybe she's got like a, maybe she's got like a, 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 a Bruja or something telling her that there's a Virgo yeah. that's going to fucking, you know what I mean? Maybe like, yeah. you don't know what the thought, but I just think it's, 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 it feels very celebrity ish. Yeah. Like, did you hear JLo doesn't let Virgos on her, on her dance yeah. theme? Like what? That is, it just said, it just, I don't even know if it's true or not. I just think it's awesome. She, I think she also has like very strict, um, uh, uh, like shit that she needs for her trailers whenever she's on film sets. Like she's oh, one yeah. of the Everybody. most pickiest. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, this was another interesting article that I found. Uh, there was an AI rapper. So an actual rep record label, Capital mm-hmm. Music Group, signed a, artificial rapper love it a computer generated artist mm. now and 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 people fucking hated it oh. uh why because he was a character sure of black art uh, of a black artist they were showing like videos and stuff of him like getting arrested by cops and the computer was saying the n-word oh okay uh. <laughs> So rather than going out and just signing a backpack racker, and apparently it was like a white and Asian like A&R or somebody from a music group or something, they're like, let's make a fake black computer generated caricature. Um, And his name was FN Mecca. uh, And they actually had to put out a statement saying that it was severing ties with an AI rapper. I don't know. This is just, this just seems like I don't like it, and I don't like this future. I don't like this part of the future. I don't either. Is it bad that I want to listen to his music? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, goes uh, on Spotify. What if I'm like, hey man, hey, this is a good can song. I, what's what's up with this? Uh, you know, hey, I'm giving you, you heard a the try. latest FN Mecca. Wow, it's so good. All right, uh, that's tone deaf. I mean, yeah, 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 oh my yeah. Spotify. Oh my god. Oh wait, what the fuck going on did you know that cheetahs don't roar they purr oh i did hear that they're so can you think of a more terrifying sound to hear when you're being eaten alive than that oh my god you get chased down by a cheetah, and all of a sudden you're like, and it's eating your leg, and it's like, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd be like, ow, but oh, you're so cute. <laughs> all right, you go. All right, uh, let's see. We've got one last reaction video. Okay. I mean, you're getting rid of all the good juice. That is the good juice. Okay. Oh, oh God, God, it's so pale. Now what? You're not You're just going to eat them, them like, oh. separately. That looks that like dog food. food. Okay. Oh. What are you what doing? Are you doing? 
A. A. No. Oh, oh God. God. Ew, what is happening? Oh. Wait, this, wait, this is going to be delicious. Hold on. Have some okay. faith. Why? 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 I don't know. Why are you doing, doing that? Why? Are you going to bake, bake it? it? <gasps> totally going to bake it. I can see your feet. <laughs> you gonna bake, bake it? it? <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? doing? Jesus. What? No. Wait a minute. What did you do? <gasps> Stop. Ew. What are you? Ew. Oh. What is happening? Oh my god. Why are you doing, doing that? that? Oh, oh he said this is. Oh. What are you what doing? doing? I love Reka Vodka, by the way. Don't you do that? Oh, no. No. Oh, send him to jail. Oh, my God. It's like kibble. What is this for? I don't understand. How are you going to bake it? Who are you feeding that to? Who are you feeding that to? Himself. Oh, my God. Is it good? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Not a burger. I'm a burger. Please tell you that. That was so much work. Okay. Do you think that's good though? Um. How could that possibly be good? It. It didn't look terrible at the. I would eat it. You would take a bite out of that. I would take a bite. I don't think I would like it, but I would take a bite. The shot was concerning everything was concerning his feet uh, that woman was struggling all right this weekend latinidad um christine kristen gonzalez uh yesterday we won we ended last night in the uh new york state senate Ooh. um but uh state senate but they ended up with a 58 majority winning more than 26 percentage points neighborhoods across brooklyn manhattan queens rebound recently elected a 27 year old socialist latina to office i love all those words um and they were they were showing just kind of like the stuff they were putting against her um she said that we need to abolish ice and defund the police don't vote for uh, to kristen gonzalez she's too extreme for new york city um and um i guess uh she looks like from her she she's puerto rican and colombian looks like uh green new york uh, 27. She was supported by uh, AOC. Um, so she she won, and, and it, it's a state senate seat that takes a uh, part of Manhattan, part of Queens, and part of Brooklyn. It's a, a little section there. Uh-huh. Um, and then she had uh, her party like at a Peruvian restaurant. Oh. Yeah. So hey, keep I her love on, her. Keep keep her on your radar. Oh, Kristen oh. Gonzalez, uh, socialist, Gonzalez. Uh, socialist state senator from New York City. Wow. So maybe she'll be you know, our pre- our presidente someday. It's like Kristen Gonzalez, FN Mecca. Like wow, just so many good. <laughs> So many good people at the end of the spot. Somebody, somebody good follows. Somebody good. Yeah, follows. somebody good follows. Equal, equal, right? 
equal. All, all of them, all of them are good. Uh, hey man, we got uh, we got more socialists in 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 government and. Um... Man, I love New York. I just followed her. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that makes me so happy. She is like a little um, AOC. She's a little yeah. She's a little mini AOC. Aww. All right. So before we get out of here, and because yes. we have the intro music, a little bit. Of... <laughs> A little bit of. <clears throat> now it's time for. No names way. No names way. No names. Yeah. All right. So we have two questions today. Ooh, okay. Two, two questions. Two questions. All right. First one comes to us from Missing Peace, who writes, "What is your favorite dog breed? I am considering getting one, and I know both you and Sophia have three. Um. Mutt. I, I, I think I believe in adopting Ramaz dogs. I don't like breeders. Yeah. So short answer. Yeah. I've done plenty of rants about uh, my affinity for uh, rescues and how overall people need to change. So yeah, number one, adopt a dog. Don't go to a breeder. Um, uh, Boutique dogs and like specialized dogs and breed. Look, look, if I'm too fat to procreate, then my line should die out. And you got lots of dogs out there that can't even fuck. Mm -hmm. Right. Bulldogs don't breathe. Bulldogs don't fuck. They can barely breathe. But we're somehow keeping them alive through. There's people whose whole lives is jerking off bulldogs so they can make other little bulldogs. These bulldogs would not. They would just die out. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't have the capacity to exist without our help. There's people that give old fashions to bulldogs for a living. And then they take that and then they take that old fashioned jizz and they put it into the female bulldog and then they force her to have puppies. Oh, no. And that's just so they can sell each of those puppies for like two to five thousand dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. And the same with pugs and, and, and all these other fucking breeds like um we used to be a proper country. No. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so don't go through a breather. Even if you want a purebred dog, there, there's so much overbreeding. Like, people are are in love with, like, Belgian Malinois and German Shepherds and, and Pit Bulls. Mm-hmm. And every dog has a season. In the 80s, it was the Doberman Pinchers. Then it was Rottweilers in the 90s and Pit Bulls. Uh, Belgians are super hot like that, which means there's a shitload of people breeding them, which means there's a lot of extra dogs because breeders, yeah. if they breeders will get rid of, they'll always have one or two extra dogs per litter that just sort of hang around that nobody wants. And, and a lot of these dogs go to people that don't know how to manage them because they're too energetic. And they, so even if you want a specialized breed of dog, even if you're like, I've always wanted a German shepherd, I've always wanted a Belgian, a pit bull, a bulldog. You can find uh, organizations that, that are specifically geared towards those kinds of rescues. It'll cost you a little bit more, but you'll be getting a dog that's been rescued or just check in um, Pet Harbor. There's a bunch of websites where you can just literally look all around that you can click on and just see all the shelters around you. And you can search for puppies, big dogs, older dogs. Um, If you don't have kids and you're and you're a single and you're a single person, I suggest getting an older dog, probably something that's like four or five years old. Yeah, uh, because they still have a lot of puppyish left, but but they'll they're not gonna like ruin your house, and they just they just want to kind of hang out. 
uh if you got kids or any other animals there's unfortunately still a bunch of puppies and younger dogs that are up for adoption so whatever it is just look for your local shelters um and there's you know you get a the good thing about shelters um is that you get the dog fixed and they usually come microchipped already and um that's a big deal because uh you know fourth of july shit they can get lost so just sort of uh just, what kind of dog have you always wanted you know if if you if you definitely want a specific type then i said go to a shelter and and honestly just go 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 walk through a shelter one day and 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 you'll find a dog yeah. uh definitely don't buy one definitely stop breeding and let's try to stay away from these breeds that want to die off but that we keep holding up i yeah i learned something new i had no idea people jerked off certain they breeds i mean i i i'm I don't, i'm not gonna all right i'm not gonna throw too much shade at bulldogs maybe some of them are agile enough to fuck but from my mm-hmm. understanding is that they don't think they do it enough to like sustain a species i think they they've sort of look look you know mm-hmm. hey yeah it, hap- it happens it happens it happens oh my god if I ever get too out of shape to fuck, that's when the 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 line I... game is over. Yeah. <laughs> All um... right. And then our next question comes to us from who does that? Uh, who asks? Uh, I went on a date recently with a guy. And when we arrived at the restaurant, he sat next to me in the booth. Should I dump him? Is that a serial killer behavior? Who does that? <laughs> who does that? Who does that? I love that. Um, <laughs> that is serial killer behavior. Who does? Who who does? Okay, no, do you who, do that? No. As no. a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we went to we went we went out for Korean barbecue uh, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and when we were walking out, there was a couple that was like a table right next to us, and they sat down and they both sat next to each other. <gasps> and I was I like, I was like, why? <laughs> And it didn't look like they were looking for they like they were waiting for anybody else. And it was Korean barbecue, so like you you want your side of the table. Yeah. At that, at, the only thing I can think of is 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 if there's another, uh, if there's another couple. Yeah, on a double date, yes. But if it's just like a date of two people, what? Like I wanna I wanna look at you. I would sit across from you, talk to you. Also, yeah. it's inconvenient for the wait staff. Like now they have to serve on one side and then you got to do the stretching over when you could have just, what? <laughs> that is serial killer behavior. I don't like Yeah, that. it's either serial killer or clingy. Yeah. The only, look, and my only requirement is that if it's a booth that, that it, that it's a booth that I can get into, you know, sometimes the belly causes a situation. So I prefer a regular ass table to booths because booths could be like, it could, it could go either way. And Mm -hmm. I'd rather not take the chance to show up at the table and be like, yeah, can we sit somewhere else? Cause I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and maybe like my preference is, uh, cause you know, the chances of an assassin coming for you is never zero is to always sit facing the outside. I like, you know, that, that old gangster move to, to face looking out. Yeah. Um, so maybe if we were both super paranoid that somebody was coming <laughs> for us, then I could be like, I'd be like, oh, I want to sit my back. She's like, no, motherfucker, I want to sit with yeah. my back there. And then that might be a reason that we both sat that way. Um, 
if we were both on the run. That would be, I think, the only. <laughs> and then we might both both be serial killers on the run. So he, so yeah, so yeah, that is kind of serial killer behavior. That is weird. Yeah, yeah, dump them. Why not? <laughs> Those people can't procreate. Same yeah, booth. I... What? Or same side? Uh-uh. Mm, yeah. No, that's 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 unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, why? I would if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, or what? What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the only, and even I guess on a date, it's like, yeah, double date. You both sit on one side waiting for the other couple. I guess that makes sense. And then mm-hmm. they make the decision of who they want to sit in front of. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, because then the then, right. then, yeah. then there's always the dynamic of the the wife or the husband give you the the nudge or something, you know. You kind of want to be because you're in a team sport at that point. Yeah. It's it's a team date, you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. So you know, you're gonna be talking to the husband, he's gonna be talking, she's gonna be talking to the other wife, you guys are gonna be blah blah blah, talking about shopping or whatever ladies talk about. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All we talk about. Ladies. I always I, I always wait till the end to be misogynistic. That way, if somebody really wants to get me, they have to wait till the they have to they have to watch a whole bunch of show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to cancel me? You have to sit the two hours and sixteen yeah. minutes. You better watch them shows backwards. Yeah. Shopping or coupons <laughs> or whatever you ladies talk about when you're at uh, dinner. Yeah. Who does that? Who does? Who does? Who Maybe does we should. That? Are you saying we should re, re, rename the? Uh, the segment who does that who does that yeah that's who, a good one who does that yeah, now it's time it. for oh yeah who does yeah, that now it's time for who does that yeah that could be a type of question anyway uh so uh dark brandon strikes again andrew tate got canceled uh tiktok is full of crazy white people and we solved some questions so not bad and we only went uh 17 minutes over our two hour it's a short oh, one today, baby. It's a short one. You know, hey, sometimes you get a long one, sometimes you get a short one. That's how life goes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> lady, how goes. Ladies know what I'm talking about. I know there's many right, ladies. <laughs> hey, it's always a gamble. Once you pull, you know, once you see what's under you, you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's a long one, sometimes oh, it's a short yeah. one. That's how me and the show goes. Anyway, all right. Uh, peace out, everybody. <laughs> Hasta luego.